What's going on, guys? This is Gary. It is the 17th of April. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope you guys had a good game week 34. Sounds like a lot of those that wildcarded um, might have regretted that decision, mainly because uh, of the addition of one, maybe two, maybe even three Brighton players, um, including captaining Duffy which we know didn't work out well. Brighton just just fell apart defensively, especially for both games. So uh, unfortunate for you guys that, that experienced that, and we do hate it because we would like to see green arrows for everyone. But there are still weeks to be had and green arrows to be had as well. So we're going to hopefully help you get some of those. We do have another article, another collaboration with our friends at FPL Football Advice coming up. You see, today's Wednesday. I would think by Thursday at the latest, we will have that up. And as soon as we do, we will post it on Instagram. We will post it on Twitter. And of course, we'll put it up also in our Insta stories so that all you have to do is go to that and link directly to the article. It looks like a lot of you guys linked to last week's article that was heavy on wildcard talk, and we really do appreciate that. I know that people noticed the amount of traffic uh, that you all were giving to it, so uh, we really do appreciate it. If you haven't yet gone to our Instagram account, you can simply find us at Let's Talk Soccer. It's that easy. We've been going for three years strong now, and it's because of you guys. And um, we say it a lot, but know that we mean it. We're super appreciative of everything you guys do for us. So thank you. All right. Double game week 35 coming up this weekend. It is the final double of the season. Um, Let's see. We have eight teams with doubles this week. They are Manchester United, Manchester City, Arsenal, Wolves, Brighton, again, Spurs, Southampton, and Watford. Some great teams to choose from there. Some teams with excellent form and a lot of momentum and a lot of players who are really hitting their strides now, too. So um, could be a lot of points to be had this week. And we'll talk about bench boost, which seems to be the most popular chip going into the game week. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But first, let's just quickly look back at game week 34 and we're just going to kind of talk about who impressed and who disappointed and um let's see we'll go sort of team by team here Liverpool who impressed us the most are Van Dyke and Salah uh Salah has definitely found his form again including um scoring in the Champions League quarterfinal match tonight to take Liverpool into the semifinals so congratulations to them and Van Dyke is just, he's the leader of the team. He's the heart of it. Uh, there is a center back. He sort of leads the defense and, and leads the ball moving forward. And he's just, he's just rock solid. Um, a great player to own if you do already. Or if you can get your hands on him and you have the budget, even for these last few weeks of the season, he's great to have. Manchester City, uh, De Bruyne is back. He's healthy and he is in all his glory, uh, great form, had an assist in week 34, and then had three assists in today's Champions League quarterfinal game against Spurs, 
Unfortunately, my Manchester City didn't advance, uh, which is unfortunately a late goal from Sterling called back because of an Aguero offsides. VAR um, was looked at and VAR taketh away. So the goal was giveth and VAR taketh away. But such is life. I do believe now, especially that Champions League is out of the picture for Man City, I do believe that Pep will throw everything he has at holding on to this Premier League title, which means we will see little to no rotation of players like Aguero, Sterling, and De Bruyne. I just can't see a scenario where he doesn't start those guys because this is really, there's FA Cup, but this is really all they have left. And this is by far a higher priority than FA Cup is. So let's hope that that actually happens. Um, for Newcastle, Dubrovka impressed. Nine points for him. He was on our bench. Would have much rather had him in than Ederson in hindsight. Ederson only got us two with a, a late silly goal given up. Spurs, Sun, and Mora. Look hot. Sun, again, with a goal, maybe two goals, I believe, in for Spurs in the Champions League match today. So he's on fire. And he just thrives more when Kane's not in the picture. And uh, look for more of that from him, especially given the fixtures they have coming up. From Bournemouth, Fraser, Wilson, and Brooks all looked rock solid. Um, Didn't do well in week 33 at all, but then really found their rhythm against Brighton in week 34. For Burnley, clearly it's Wood. I believe he had a double. For Cardiff, um, what a great win against Brighton and congratulations to them. Uh, for me, Etheridge, Camarasa, and Morrison all had strong weeks and impressed. For Fulham, it's Brian Babel, for sure. He's been on a bit of a goal scoring spree. For Southampton, it's Nathan Redman. For Man U, I'll say it was Pogba, and I put kind of because they were both penalties. Um, you're expected to score those, so he didn't really go out and earn the goals, but Hey, a goal's a goal, and points are points. For Crystal Palace, it's Milivojevic, who did score that silly goal that Ederson allowed by not getting the wall straight um, for their match. And Juan Basaka, I thought, played well, too. Um, he's still, I think, a great value. He hasn't been so much of an attacking asset, but he always does have that that threat that he carries with him, and even defensively, um, he's good for some bonus points. For Chelsea, it's Kepa. Despite the loss to Liverpool, I thought he played well and had some key saves. It could have been a much worse beating. For Watford, it's got to be Foster in goal, um, despite the 1-0 loss to Arsenal yesterday. um, I do think he played a tremendous game and actually came up with some huge saves or else that would have been a much worse score than it was. And then for Arsenal, it's Aubameyang. He did have the one goal. Um, lucky, if you want to call it that. Um, he hustled, and he put a lot of pressure on Foster, and he I think he earned that goal. And then if you watch the game, he did put himself in lots of opportunities to uh, – to score more. He can just, he has that breakaway speed and he can pull away from a defender in no time. And if things would have, you know, maybe balls would have been served a little better to him, 
or the timing would have been a little different. I think he would have had possibly a hat trick last night. Who disappointed? Not a long list, but Leicester City, their attack just seemed nowhere to be found. For Brighton, of course, uh, both sides of the ball, and like I mentioned, especially defensively. And then for Everton, I'll call out Richarlison. Um, he's just he's just not having the, the, the soccer, sorry, the football um, that he did in the first half of the season. Uh, it's just two different players, it feels like. All right. Let's start looking forward into game week 35, double game week 35, that is. All right, first up, let's talk about Dini replacements. So got the silly red card. I believe he's out for three games until May 4th, if I have my dates right. Uh, And we write about this in the article, too, so we won't go into super amounts of detail. But here's who we like as potential replacements, or at least here's who we looked at. And we looked at these guys because they're of a similar price to Dini. Jimenez, Wilson, King, Rondon, Perez, Gray, Ings, Mitrovic, and Zaha. Again, they are Jimenez, Wilson, King, Rondon, Perez, Gray, Ings, Mitro, and Zaha. We've got, we did an extensive amount of research and pulled data on these guys. If you look at current form, you know, just based on goals and assists, you look at the average FDRs of the remaining fixtures. So not only did we look at uh, as a replacement for game week 35, but also through the end of the season. So we looked at all remaining fixtures. So you take the FDRs of those remaining fixtures, the average into account, and then also the total FPL points that each of these players has earned in the remaining reverse fixtures. And it led us to Jimenez and Wilson as our top choices. Um, both both of them in form. And I will say Ings is also on that level, but the form is just a little different. Um, Jimenez didn't play great in week 34, but he has more recently than Ings has. And we know what, what Jimenez is capable of doing. Um, Wilson, certainly a big game week 34. So the current form of those two um, leads us to choosing one of those two. Chances are you already own one of those two. So whichever one you don't own, I would recommend getting him. Um, But also, uh, Ings is a great option. He really is. Um, He scored 20 goals or sorry, earned 20 points, not 20 goals, 20 points in the reverse fixtures against the remaining opponents that Southampton have for the rest of the season. So um, nothing to to sneeze at there. And he's a great, he's cheap. He's a great enabler. So let's say you already own Jimenez and Wilson, or you don't have enough to purchase one or the other. Ings is, I think, an excellent option there. But you can take a look at the data table in the article that we did and decide for yourself. Next up, we have some players to watch for Double Game Week 35. And these are players that we've watched, we've crunched some numbers on. You'll see a lot of data um, in this article. So here's sort of our conclusion of players worth considering for Game Week 35. In goal, Allison and Foster. 
Allison, a premium goalkeeper, and obviously uh, has a lot of clean sheets. I believe Liverpool have 18 clean sheets. They've only played 34 games. So more than half of their games, they have clean sheets. That's a lot of points. And Foster, uh, like I said, he played well against Arsenal, and he's played well recently. And Watford have some some very appealing fixtures coming up through the end of the season. So I think he's a good investment. Defenders, any of the the main back three for Liverpool, Alexander-Arnold, Van Dyke, and Robertson, take your pick. Juan Bissaka, we mentioned earlier, always a bit of an attacking threat, but always also good for some bonus points, and he's cheap, so why not? Shar, he's fallen a little bit off the radar lately, but... Newcastle have some really great fixtures. They held a clean sheet in game week 34. So look for him. He may, over these next few games, have a goal and or an assist and a clean sheet or two. So he's also another inexpensive option there. And then Mendy. Mendy's fit. He's back. And like I said earlier, Man City are going to make that push. I don't think they're going to make mistakes defensively anymore. And we know Mendy is good for some attacking returns. In the midfield, De Bruyne, for sure. If we didn't already earn, own Sterling, sorry. If we didn't already own Sterling, De Bruyne would be in for us without a doubt. Um, if you don't have him and you're thinking about it or you have someone that you're looking to get rid of, maybe you're trying to get rid of Hazard and you're not sure who to get, we would say go with KDB. Salah is starting to earn his value back. Uh, a lot of people called in the question whether he was worth the 13 plus million pounds that it cost to, to own him. Um, I think maybe now it does because Liverpool, like Man City, will be pushing forward to win that title. And he seems to be hitting some great form. What an amazing goal against Chelsea on Sunday. My goodness, that was a beautiful thing to watch. Definitely going to win goal of the month, for sure. Um, we put down a couple of cheap midfielders, not only ones that are good enablers, but ones that are just good in general, and you can get good points from. We've got Ward Prowse and Jota. We actually have both of them in our squad. Sonny, he's playing well without Kane around. Expect him to step up even more. He's already showcased it in the past two games maybe even the past three games. Um, Spurs have a nice set of fixtures ahead after the Manchester City rematch, really. Uh, They play again first game on Saturday. So um, that should be a bit of a grudge match there. But once Spurs get past that game, it's pretty smooth sailing, and I would expect Sun to rack up a lot of points. Now, he may be a little bit of a rotation threat because Spurs – have no chance of winning the league, but they do have a chance of winning Champions League. So keep an eye out for rotation on Spurs players. And then Sterling. He almost had a hat trick tonight. He had a double. If that if that one goal wouldn't have been recalled by VAR. And he did have a hat trick over the weekend. He's just an amazing player. And he's, he just does well in Pep's system. So we expect that to continue. Uh, like I said, he's on amazing form. And 
look for him to keep scoring goals. And I do think that the rotation risk is much, much lower than it was going into today's Champions League game. Forwards, we've got Aubameyang, and we did a lot of number crunching on um, good captain options for the week, and Aubameyang is part of that number crunching, and you'll see in our article why we are suggesting him, not only as a great forward to own, but as a great captain. And then we've got Jimenez, for the reasons we talked about a moment ago, and then Aguero. Again, the the word rotation comes up every time Aguero's name is mentioned. Listen, he hasn't really been rotated that much at all this season. I get it. Last season was a different story. Very different story this season. And even if he is rotated every once in a while, he still has the most points of any forward in FPL. And he's tied for most goals in the league. So something's going right. A couple reduced minutes here and there. Doesn't matter. Minutes do not equate to points. So go get yourself some Aguero. In terms of captain options, really a difficult choice this week. There's no clear cut. Yes, there's guys playing in double weeks or double games, but one or both of those games are not the most appealing of fixtures. For instance, Manchester City are playing Spurs and Man U. So um, both difficult matchups. And then teams that have more appealing fixtures maybe are only playing one game and or they have a less likely captain option. I'll give you an example. Jimenez is an example. Um, or no, sorry, not Jimenez. Um, we do have some examples in our article. Let's talk about Firmino, Mane, and Salah as examples. You're betting all your chips that they can deliver in one game versus players who have two games to uh, make an attempt. So you're sort of hedging your bets if you're going for a player um, – on a team that's playing just a single game in week 35. So for us, after crunching the numbers and giving a lot of consideration, it comes down to Mo and Aubameyang. And for us, Aubameyang is the winner. Um, not only is his form good, but his fixtures are good, and he's playing two games this coming week. So for us, Aubameyang is the man to captain. Um, and lastly, I'll talk about chips for a moment, as I've said we would. Um, it's a very tempting week to play bench boost. But make sure, A, that you have a bench full of players, or at least at least four of the five, <clears throat> that, or sorry, three of the four, that play on the regular. You want starters, you guys want, that are playing at least past 60 minutes so they can get those two two points for minutes played. And ultimately, guys that are also going to either be part of a clean sheet, maybe an assist, maybe a goal, um, but also have good fixtures. So if you have a couple of double game week players, but they've got crappy fixtures, you may want to rethink that, and you may want to find a game week where, one, maybe you can replace 
a fourth member of your bench that doesn't play regularly so that you can have a bench full of, you know, starters and 90-minute players. But you also want to make sure that they're all as many of their fixtures are favorable as possible. So <clears throat> for us, game week 35 may not be the best option for us to bench boost. We've got our eyes more on game week 36 where fixtures for all four of our bench players look really, really tempting. So we'll definitely keep you posted on that, but don't feel like you have to just because it's a double game week. If it's not going to work out, if you don't have the right personnel or they don't have the right fixtures. So we're going to leave you guys with that. As soon as the article is posted, we will let you know. We'll put the link in our Insta stories. If you haven't yet followed us on Instagram, at Let's Talk Soccer, please do. And please keep up the DMs. We love hearing from you guys. We will respond always as quickly as we can. Remember, we're probably in a different part of the world, and certainly that means different time zones. So your messages to us may hit while we're dead asleep. So just give us a little time to get back to you, and we promise we will. All right, guys, we love you. We wish you nothing but green arrows, and we will stay in touch and just keep checking back on our Instagram account. We'll keep feeding you guys information tips, and we'll have a little bit of witty banter every once in a while. All right, guys, take care. Peace.